and tomatoes in the spring, even. At a price, said Ronald. At a price, Martin said. What bacon do you get? I make do with streaky. I grudge breakfasts, said Ronald. Same here. Your hand's never out of your pocket, Ronald said, before Martin could say it. A small, narrow-built man came in the door and joined the girl, smiling at her with a sweet, spiritual expression. He sat side by side with the girl on the wall seat. He lifted the menu card and spoke to her soundlessly from behind it. "'Good gracious me!' murmured Martin. Ronald looked towards the man whose body was now hidden by the girl at his side. Ronald observed the head, unable to see at first whether his hair was fair or silver-white, but soon it was plainly a mixture.' He was thin, with a very pointed, anxious face and nose, and a grey-white lined skin. He would be about fifty-five. He wore a dark blue suit. "'Don't stare,' Martin said. "'He's on a charge, and I'm prosecuting him. He's coming up again before the magistrates next week. He has to report to the police every day.' "'What for?' "'Fraudulent conversion and possibly other charges.' "'Somebody in my chambers defended Seaton ages ago, not that it did either any good. "'Let's go.' "'Ronald put down the newspaper in his hand. "'Tide,' said Ronald in the street. "'I really must remember Tide. "'Which way are you going? "'Across to Clayton's. "'I'm going there too. "'I haven't got a lot of groceries on the list. "'I'm dining out four times next week. "'Where do you go on Sundays?' "'Oh, here and there,' Ronald said. "'There's always somebody.' "'I go to Leighton Buzzard if anyone comes home to keep Mar company,' said Martin. "'It's rather fun and a change at Leighton Buzzard. "'But if Isabel stays in London, I go to her in London.' "'They had crossed the road. "'I've left my paper in the cafe,' Ronald said inexpertly. "'I'd better go back and fetch it. See you sometime.' "'Feeling all right?' Martin said, as Ronald turned on the curb to cross back over the road.' "'Yes, oh, yes, it's only my paper.' "'Sure?' For Martin was touchily aware of Ronald's epilepsy. "'Bye!' Ronald had crossed over. He found the paper. He sat down again in a seat opposite the one he had recently occupied, so that he could the more easily see the silver-yellow-haired man as he spoke in low tones effortful with convincingness to the black-haired girl. Ronald ordered coffee and a cream cake. He opened his paper, from the side of which, from time to time, he watched the man who was deeply explaining himself to the girl. Ronald could not decide where he had seen the man before. He could not even be sure of having done so. "'I'm becoming a prying old maid,' he said to himself as he left, to explain his return to the café, preferring to call himself a prying old maid.' than to acknowledge fully his real reason, that he had been simply testing his memory, for he could not leave alone any opportunity to try himself on the question whether his epilepsy would one day affect his mental powers or not. No, the American specialist had said, irritable with the strain of putting a technical point into common speech, there is no reason why your intellect should be impaired, except, of course, that you cannot exercise it to the full extent that would be possible were you able to follow and rise to the top of a normal career. But you ought to retain, indeed expand, your present mental capacity. The seizures will be intermittent, 
Let me put it that your seizures concern the brain, but not the mind. You will learn to prepare for them physically in some degree, but not to control them. They won't affect the mind except insofar as the emotional-psychological disturbance is affected. That's not my department. Ronald had retained every one of these words importantly in his memory for the past fourteen years, aware that the specialist himself would possibly remember only the gist, and then only with the aid of his record cards. But Ronald held them tight, from time to time subjecting the words to every possible kind of interpretation. Let me put it that your seizures concern the brain, not the mind. But he believes, Ronald argued with himself at times throughout the years, that the mind is part of the brain. Then why did he say, let me put it that? What was his intention? And anyhow, Ronald would think...